Possum Podcast. Toot toot. It's hot out there, Mr. Possum. Shoo-wee, you are not wrong. <laughs> uh, it's too hot for me to think of an example of how hot it is. That's how hot it is. Exactly. Hurts your brain. You can't be thinking about stuff. Whoever came up with that it's hot enough to fry an egg stuff, he probably wasn't that hot when he said it. He came up with that later on, sitting in front of the air conditioner. Exactly. When he's thinking straight. He went earlier, when it was hot outside... And I was walking around going, uh, dar, dar. Mm-hmm. It was hot enough at that time to fry an egg on the sidewalk. Right. He had egg brain. He had hot egg brain. I mean, it's a miserable, hot time out there. But yet, summer is one of the most popular seasons on the planet. Why is that, Big L? Well, it's because it's the prime hang season. Oh, yeah. It is the time when we get together and we hang out. And that's why in the summertime, Mr. Possum, it is more important than ever to have a crew. You do not want to be left out when there's hanging out to be done. So you have to assemble the perfect summer gang. The boys of summer, I like to call it. Well, I don't know. Back up there. I mean, come on, buddy. It's I think it should be creatures of summer or maybe like a summer squadron or something like that. Oh, you think boys of summer isn't inclusive enough because it doesn't include... Specifically possums. Yeah, I'm not going to come up with a group that I'm not allowed to be in from the get-go. That's foolish. Is it okay if I just say you're included in Boys of Summer? Am I one of your boys? If it allows me to still say Boys of Summer. Yeah. That expression just has a certain zing to it, you know? It is pretty zingy. I mean, as long as we're using the term boys in a slangy fashion, I'll allow it. You know, the boys are back in town. That song would not have been as popular if it was the boys and the possum they hang out with are back in town. You're right. That song would stink. It's pretty cumbersome. So tonight on the show, me and Big Al are going to be talking about our ideal summer squadrons. It's the boys of summer. These are our ultimate fantasy summer squadrons for us to hang out with, have adventures with, chill and grill and slip and slide with. We are putting together... Our rosters of the ultimate summer margarita rotation. wait to get into this we're gonna be naming who are our best friends this summer who's on the list who's not on the list big hell who you got first on your summer squadron all right the first fella i'm inscripting into my ultimate summer squadron is of course gary gal dove ray winstone's beloved lead from the 2000 film sexy beast ah okay that's a good one isn't it i don't know he he seems to embody summer to me you know he does Absolutely. He's like what a snowman is to summer. You put a Ray Winstone in your front yard, just a sweaty man, and he's like a snowman, but for summer. Yes, exactly right. He is the snowman of summer. And this guy ain't just a sexy beast. 
He's a trusted criminal operative, a safe cracker, a reliable heist team member, a jewel thief, bank thief. Guys as cool as an unpickled pickle in a tight squeeze. Who better for a summer of memorable hangs than a strong, quiet, seasoned, reliable fella like Gal Dove? I tell you, it's a great first pick. A plus. Y'all gonna get into some trouble, Big Al? Oh, no, 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 Mr. Possum. You see, I haven't even mentioned the primary reasons why I'm picking Gal. Number one, he doesn't want to do anything. Okay. This is the summer of sitting around, as I have said before on this program. He's got a great attitude about sitting around. He does not want to do anything. And that's what makes him one of the most beloved film characters of all time. A guy who just wants to be left alone. He has no goals but to chill by his pool. And speaking of which, that's the other reason why he is in my summer squad. Is he has a pool. Just imagine me and Gal Dove chilling in mostly complete silence by the pool in the hot Spanish sun all day, every day of summer 2022. Sounds like heaven. Sounds pretty good. Now, uh, as we typically do with our uh, October monster drafts, we should probably go over the pros and cons of each of our picks, right? Oh, yeah. I think you've covered the pros pretty thoroughly there, Big Hal. I mean, what cons are there to having this guy on your squadron, if any? Well, on good days, I don't think there would be any cons. Mm-hmm. But on bad days, notoriously, the cons are the guys who show up who are literal cons, who try to conscript him into some kind of heist, and he doesn't have a good record of saying no to these guys. You know, what if some Ben Kingsley type shows up? It's hard to say no to him. I mean, these guys are very scary. They're very they're very creepy dudes. You don't want to be hanging out over there when that guy shows up. So yeah, I guess the cons are, again, literal cons, uh, bad friends, and some baggage. He's got some baggage. Mm-hmm. Guy's got some baggage. You want the baggage that's full of suntan oil and towels and drinks. Yeah. If it were an actual bag. Mr. Possum, who's the first pick for your fantasy summer squad? Big Al, my first pick is none other than Scoops. Scoops, baby. Scoops. You may know him as a son that carries two scoops of raisins on the cover of the Raisin Brand box. Oh, wow. You mean the... The actual son. Scoops. Yeah, the actual son. He, he's he got two spoonfuls of raisins, and he is willing to give them out. Because when you're hanging out with Scoops, he brings the party. And when I say party, he brings raisins. He does have a lot of raisins. Oh, yeah. He's lousy with raisins. Guy's got tons of raisins. I mean, it makes sense. You think about it. He, he's, he's the son. He's looking at everything. He sees all, as long as the sun's out, which it is most of the time. And he sees a lot of grapes. And then those grapes become raisins. And then he puts them in cereal. One thing that does not seem to get brought up or discussed very much for how significant it seems is the hubris, incredible hubris, of the Kellogg Cereal Company in naming our son, giving our son a name, and naming it Scoops. What, do you think it should have a more regal name? Looking up into the sky, seeing the reason for light, the reason for life on this planet, the reason for existence as we know it, and saying, and thou shalt be named Scoops. Well, it makes sense, because if you're a, if you're a, a cereal maker, the sun, the only thing it's doing for you is bringing you raisins. Yeah. 
every culture has its own name for the sun. And the <laughs> cereal culture calls him Scoops. <laughs> now, if we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of our summer squadron, I've already gone over the pros of Scoops, which is uh, never-ending raisins. <laughs> and he's the sun, so, like, he can dry stuff up. If something's too wet, he can just look at it and dry it up a touch. But I think the con is this. Scoops wears sunglasses. I find that strange, don't you? That the sun would wear sunglasses? Yes, I find that strange. What's he wearing it for? What's he hiding? Well, I suppose he could be looking in he could be looking at the moon. Famously, sunlight reflects off of the moon. Maybe the moon is sort of his mirror. <laughs> Speaking of which, if if Scoops, aka the sun, looked into the mirror. You'd potentially be blinded by how bright he is, so maybe that's why he has sunglasses on. In case he drifts past a mirror, you know, and doesn't think before looking into it. Well, okay, but that all makes perfect sense. I guess there are no cons. <laughs> I think I've, I think I just came up with like two <laughs> legitimate, solid reasons why the sun would wear sunglasses. <laughs> Me and Big Al are listing our summer squadrons tonight. Who's next on your pick list, Big Al? Okay, so let me just remind everybody that so far, my summer squadron, my ideal summer squadron, is me and Ray Winstone from Sexy Beast hanging out, getting pink as grapefruits by his pool on the Spanish coast, hoping like heck we don't get interrupted or asked to do anything, right? Mm-hmm, yep. And, and maybe at some point in the middle of all this, we start getting a little peckish. Mr. Possum. It's right about lunchtime in this scenario, right? Okay, yeah, it's about time we talk about something to eat. That's the point at which you start to think it might be nice to have uh, maybe like a chef or something in your summer squad, right? Ooh, like, say, a Gordon Ramsay or a Bobby Flay, perhaps? Well, no doubt a Ramsay or a Flay would improve their food sitch, but me, I'm worried they'd never shut the heck up, mm. you know? Yeah, they probably wouldn't. Got a couple of alphas there. And that's, uh, throw me in the mix, you got three alphas, and that's no good. I agree. And you know what's better than a chef anyway, Mr. Possum? What? An emperor. An emperor? Specifically, an emperor of a realm of delicious food. An emperor that it probably has lots of chefs that work for him. I am, of course, talking about Little Caesar. Oh. The regal mascot of the Little Caesar Pizza Company. Little Caesar is the next guy in my crew, Mr. Possum. Honestly, there's no telling what doors this would open up for me and Gal Dove. It would be a door that leads to pizza, I hope. I would hope so. Guy's a literal Roman emperor who's also got access to unlimited hot and ready pizzas. Mm -hmm. Plus, you know this guy isn't going to talk your ear off or scare away any of the babes that come over to party by the pool by saying some bad opinion, like uh, babes shouldn't be allowed near pools or, or something like that. Right. He's not going to talk your ear off all the time because all the guy says, at least all I think he says, is pizza, pizza. That's all I've heard him say. Somebody does something cool, he raises his cup up and he goes, pizza, pizza. If he needs a beverage, somebody's headed to the cooler, he'll say, pizza, pizza. If there's a beautiful sunset, 
And uh, we're all like having a moment together watching it. He'll go, pizza, pizza. So, you know, sort of wistfully. Right. It's like Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what he means. I guess he's a little bit like the original Groot. Other than that, guy's quiet as a clam. Never have to hear from him. Pretty good. I mean, it seems perfect. And I hate to poke a hole in it, but he does need to be thoroughly vetted. I mean, I do wonder, like, does he say pizza, pizza, like, too much? Is he going to be annoying with it? Is he going to yell it? Is he going to wake you up in the middle of the night, shaking you awake, yelling, pizza, 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 at, like, 4 a.m., you know? Yeah, I guess we only see him, like, for five seconds at a time, and he always says pizza, pizza in that five seconds. Also... You want to make sure he can conjure that pizza as, as easily as it seems. Because I know it seems like he's still got a hookup to be able to give you pizza, but we don't know. I mean, he's a cartoon guy and he's got a spear, and on the spear are two floppy pizzas. And they look delicious. But we don't know if that's, like, that fake food they use for the TV commercials. You know, like when you see mayonnaise on a sandwich, it's not really mayonnaise, it's Elmer's glue. We want to make sure that's real pizza. <laughs> Mr. Possum, that's that's pretty absurd. That's like saying the scoops isn't scooping out real raisins for you. Careful what you say, you're about to get burned to a crisp by scoops. Well, I, I'm afraid uh little Caesar's gonna throw you to the uh, lions in his uh <laughs> in his like uh, gladiator pit if I've got the correct era and uh <laughs> and country of origin there. <laughs> Mr. Possum. Who's your next pick? My next pick is none other than Optimus Prime. You may know him as that robot feller that turns from robot into semi-truck. Yep. On the Transformers show. Now, really, I'd be fine to have any Transformer as long as it's not a Decepticon. I'm all for having any kind of an Autobot. Those are fine. They're chill. They turn from robot into car. But then the Decepticons are always real, like, they're just kind of annoying, you know? It's weird how there's no Decepticon that you'd want to hang out with. None. They all have those pesky voices. It's like they're trying too hard to be evil. Oh, you know who's the only Decepticon who would be cool to hang out with? Is the one that's the stereo with the little cassettes. Yeah, he's okay. But all his friends stink. Yeah. He also records almost everything you say, which is, uh, that's not something you want happening at a party. Yeah, my best friend's a tape recorder. I'm smart. Come on. <laughs> but the good thing it's about hanging out with Optimus Prime is that he's an actual functional truck. When he turns from a robot into a truck, you've got leather seats. You've got air conditioning. You've got AM, FM radio. You've got a charger for your phone, Bluetooth, floor mats. Mm-hmm. You got some pretzels and bottles of water in the back. It's tight. Those are some great pros for hanging out with Optimus Prime. Mr. Possum, have you thought about what some of the cons might be? Well, there's one that keeps me up at night. What if you're sitting in him when he's a truck? Yeah. And then without warning, he turns into a robot. Are you going to get smashed? Hmm. Great question. Because everything reconfigures. You probably get transformed inside of there. I would get transformed into a, a bucket of furry goo. Yeah. So I, I, I got to have assurances from him that he's going to be like, hey, get out, I'm going to transform. You know, or is it like sneezing for him? Is it something he can't help? Hmm. 
Because I don't want to be smushed inside of that thing. That's the only con. The only one. The only con is that you might be turned into a bucket of possum goo. Right. He'd, he'd be Optimus Prime and I'm Suboptimum Slime. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Big Hal, who's next on your list? Okay. So, on my Summer Squadron, my ultimate fantasy Summer Squadron, so far we got Pool, courtesy of Ray Winstone and Sexy Beast. We got Unlimited Hot and Ready Pizzas, courtesy of Little Caesar. And we got three very cool middle-aged men hanging out, marinating in the sweet juices of the moist coastal air. But what if we get too hot, Mr. Possum? What if that sun becomes, as it so often does... An oppressive blaze of a brick pizza oven instead of the gentle coils of a rotisserie machine. Hmm. What shall we do then, Mr. Possum? Indeed. Why, we'll call our friend Treebeard from the Lord of the Rings, the Ent guy, you know, the big tree guy. Oh, big yeah. Big tree guy from Lord of the Rings. We'll call Treebeard over, and he will sort of like squat over us and provide us a little summer shade without us even having to move. How good is that, Mr. Possum? That's pretty good. That's pretty tight. I like that. A tree that's there when you want it and not there when you don't. Also, he's not likely to say much either. Uh, you know, that's that's my big thing. I just want to chill out. And he's not, uh, not going to have any annoying opinions, I don't think. He's not going to complain about Disney movies. None of us have any intention to see anyway. I just hope the dry earth... And the air off the Mediterranean is good for old Treebeard. He seems like more of a northern forest type of creature. He's like a big oak tree, I think. Mm-hmm. I hope so, too. I mean, I mean, is that your con that you hope he, what if he doesn't fit in? I guess that would be the con is like, uh, what if the climate hurts him, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he gets stuck in like one spot. And then we either have to like move him or maybe we have to, uh, you know, worst case scenario, we have to call like some tree people to come and, uh, chop him up. Yeah, chop Treebeard into little bits and haul him off uh, somewhere. Well, that would be unfortunate. Not an ideal outcome for, a, you know, a, a prized member of, of your summer squadron. Mr. Possum, it's time to hear your third pick. You're going to love this one, Big Al. I got me one of them remote control Swayze-Tron 5000s. What's that? Swayze-Tron 5000. It's a, it's a Patrick Swayze that you have a remote, and you can press different buttons, and he can become whatever Swayze you need. Oh, wow. You need a point break, Swayze? No problem. Hit the point break button. I'd be wearing that point break button out, I gotta say. Yeah, me too. Want a dirty dancing, Swayze? We won't tell. Press that dirty dancing button. Want a roadhouse, Swayze? Got somebody you gotta kick out of your tavern? I think you know which button to press. Mm-hmm. The roadhouse button. He becomes a Daltron at that point. Daltron. I thought you would be bigger, Daltron. (laughs) (laughs) We got a pretty good crew. If you can get your crew and mine together, you got Little Caesars and I got Swayze bread. (laughs) (laughs) Toot toot. (laughs) Toot toot. I don't really think I need to spend too much time explaining the pros and cons of a Swayze for any occasion. Yeah, that sounds pretty amazing. I just wonder what the battery life is on that guy. Yeah, I don't like to think about that. I mean, it's probably pretty different. Like, you put on the Dirty Dancing Swayze, and he's 
battery's probably going to go down pretty pretty quick on that guy. He's moving a lot. He's got those hips going. Right. It's a pretty resilient machine. I mean, this thing can surf in the ocean. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the dirty dancing mode is going to burn him out quick. Roadhouse, not so much, because he mostly stands there and watches what's going on with his arms folded. Yeah. Until there's trouble. Boy, are you going to be jealous when I roll by telling Prime to honk his horn with Swayze hanging out and the sun just dumping raisins on you on the side of the road. Who's next on your list? Okay, so I think we've got most of the physical needs of my fantasy summer squadron accounted for. You know, the food and the shade and the pool. I think it's time we bring some personality into the mix. So I want to bring in a funny friend of mine. Listeners would know him right away. He's a a certain half of an iconic duo. He's got this kind of raspy voice. Hmm. He's got a unique perspective on things. I wonder who that is. He's kind of a gross little weirdo. Oh, yeah. I'm talking, of course, about Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. Beavis? Did you construct that little speech to make it seem like it was going to be me? That was mean. No, I I thought that everyone would be assuming I was talking about Beavis for the entire thing. Because Beavis is so funny, Mr. Possum. Yeah. He seems like a great summer hang. What a funny guy. He would be a riot to have around. He'll have us rolling, doing some of his classic stuff, Cornholio and all that stuff. And I'd like to think that I could be the summer butthead to his Beavis. The summer butthead. In fact, I think I'd be a better butthead, Mr. Possum. I think I'm funnier than butthead. Mm -hmm. And I think he would recognize that. He would find me to be more of a kindred spirit with him. And when summer ends and he goes back to be with butthead, I think he would miss me dearly. And he would start thinking about, oh, well, next summer I got to go back and hang out with my real friend, Big Al. Mm, You're going to steal him. I'm going to try to steal him from butthead. Okay. I mean, I don't blame you. It's a good pick. Beavis is a great pick. But let's talk about these cons. Oh, man. It's hard to imagine that there would be any drawbacks to hanging out with Beavis. But, oh, I know. At least canonically, this dude's a kid. He's always been a kid, right? That's true. He'd probably have some trouble getting into the pool hall should we decide. Should we get bored and decide we want to go play some pool? We wouldn't be able to get him in. And then you're going to lose him to Butthead. Yeah, we're going to lose him to Butthead, aren't we? Yeah. Hey, Mr. Possum, who's next on your summer squad? Well, the next guy on my list is that old dancing guy with the glasses from them Six Flags commercials. I believe his name was Mr. Six. Mr. Six. Interesting. Isn't he fun? Yeah. His whole thing is that you ride around on a bus... And then he seems all slow and feeble, and he kind of crawls out all slow, and you're like, oh, this poor old guy. And then he just starts dancing like a little piece of hot rubber. Yep. (laughs) It's true. He goes wild like a Slim Jim in the microwave when that music starts. And then the crazy thing is that anybody that's, like, trimming their hedges or 
sitting there picking stuff out of their shoes. They, they're so bored. They look up and they see old Mr. Six dancing and they feel like living again. And they get in the bus. And guess where we're going? Six Flags. Wow. Sounds pretty tight to me. That's a good summer crew guy. Yeah, he seems to have the powers of the rocks and cocoon. He does. Just brings everybody back to their youth. Yes, he looks like one of the old people in Cocoon, but he has the powers of the rocks in the pool, totally. Well, what do you think are the cons of hanging out with uh, Mr. Six all summer? Well, the thing is, he's always trying to gather people to take him to the nearest Six Flags, which sounds fun at first, but if you're on the bus, you're constantly making extra stops and going out of your way to drop off yet another busload of people that just left their families mid-yard work to go to Six yeah. Flags. It's kind of a drag. Yeah, it's basically having a friend who has a job, which is a bummer in the summer. Right. But until we get sick of that, it'll be a great addition to my crew. Yep, 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 yep. Probably gonna be sick of that song. We're gonna play that song twice in a row right now. No, uh, no we're not. We're not playing that song on the on the show. Oh. How do you expect anybody to hear the end of the show? If we play that song and they, of course, start dancing out their front door headed towards the nearest Six Flags. Oh, that's true. I can't tootle the rat flute. Everybody will leave. Yeah. the last pick on your summer squad. Well, if you've been listening closely to my fantasy summer squadron draft so far, you could probably guess what element is missing. Can you guess, Mr. Possum? Hmm. You ain't got no squirrels. It's beverages. Oh, beverages. Yeah, drinks. And who better to bring the wet than the Kool-Aid man himself? Oh, yes. The Kool-Aid man is the final member of my squadron, with a couple conditions or considerations. I'm not positive on this one. I'm not sure, but I think it's going to be the Kool-Aid Man. That's a pretty good pick. I need to know a few things about the Kool-Aid Man first. One is, can you get a different beverage in there? I think the Kool-Aid Man should be like that guy who worked for Verizon. You know, the can you hear me now guy? Mm -hmm. And then he switched to Sprint. All the old people were like, is it legal to e even do that? I'm, I'm locked into a service he sold me with the last guys. Right, yeah. I think if you paid Kool-Aid Man to represent, say, uh, a drink that was maybe bourbon and ginger ale together, mm -hmm. say a drink that is now known across the nation as the Big Howl, he should be full of bourbon and ginger. Mm. But I worry that if you put whiskey into the Kool-Aid Man, here's, here's my concern. Uh, one is, can we do that? And two is, if we do do that, if we put whiskey into the Kool-Aid Man, does that make him drunk all the time? Listen, we just can't have 
a sloppy glass jug crying about his relationship with his dad all summer long. No. Let me tell you, I know a little something about dark magic. And Kool-Aid Man is definitely made of dark magic. Yeah. He has no organs, but he's got a life in him. And that life and spirit are determined by what's in the jug swishing around. Okay. So... Yes, you can you can switch it out. You can put something else in, in there. And yes, you're correct. I think that he is going to be kind of a downer. That's a lot of bourbon and gingy. I mean, that's a that's a six foot tall man. He's probably five hundred pounds full of that drink. That's a lot. My concern is: can your ego handle being around someone who is now called the Big Howl Man? Because that's what you're going to call him. That's what's inside the jug. Is that drink, the Big Howl? That's right. He's no longer the Kool Aid Man. He's now the Big Howl Man. And then you're just Big Howl, but he's the Big Howl Man. Oh boy! Can you live with that? I think I'm gonna have to scratch Kool Aid Man from my uh, summer squad. I mean, yeah, because if you if you don't, you're gonna be literally in the shadows of two of your crew members. I'm gonna have to go with my backup alternate number one, which is of course Butthead. Uh, Mr. Possum, what's your last member of your summer squad? Uh, don't make fun of me. It's Snoopy. <laughs> That's great. Snoopy's great, man. Why would I make fun of you? He's a beagle. He's cool. Because he's just a he's a little baby cartoon. Yeah. It's Snoopy from Peanuts. You know, Peanuts? From the, yeah, from the... Cartoon Peanuts. It's from Peanuts. The only reason Snoopy's gonna be on my team is because he's got a snow cone built into his little doghouse, and I want some of that house ice. Oh, a snow cone machine. Yeah. It's built into his little doghouse. <laughs> You're talking about that old snow cone machine they used to sell at uh, in, like, the Sears catalog. Yeah, I want that. I mean, what's summer without a snow cone? Okay. I feel like there are easier ways to get a snow cone than to uh, invite Snoopy to your squad. On the off chance that he's got a working snow cone machine from the 80s or whatever. He's probably got a couple laying around. I mean, if, if somebody made a snow cone machine out of me, I'd probably have a couple of them sitting around the rumpus room as a, as a, as a trophy, if nothing else. We should do that. We should sell a uh, snow cone machine that's shaped like you. Yeah, that's good. Now, where would the snow cone come out of, do you think? Well, I would say either out of my eye or out of my mouth. That just, but I'm not a marketing guy. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it could be like you're crying. Okay, so the kids gather around. Mr. Possum's crying you out a new snow cone. And then the kids would, uh, the kids would say mean things. The game would be that kids say mean things to you and you cry out a snow cone for them. Yeah, I like that. That's. What a fun summer activity that would be. Yeah, let's go bully the possum into giving us some shaved ice. The Big Howl and Possum Podcast. Toot toot.